Welcome to Life, compassionate conversations around living with advanced illness and the end of life journey. This podcast is intended to provide insight and education in how hospice and palliative care services can help patients and families through the end of life journey. It is not intended to replace professional medical advice or diagnoses. We encourage you to seek advice from your physician for questions regarding a medical condition. Hi, and welcome to Life, compassionate conversations around living with advanced illness and the end of life journey. My name is Mindy Rice. I'm the Director of Development with Hospice and Palliative Care of Iredell County. I've been with the organization for nearly 20 years. Um, certainly a pleasure in my life, so thankful to, to have this passionate work um, each and every day. Um, so we're going to continue with our, our series in really just talking about taking the fear out of hospice, um, education on hospice and palliative care services. Um, and a big part of what we do each and every day is our hospice houses. So we have two hospice houses in Iredell County, and we are so fortunate as a county to have these two hospice houses. And... Um, we have one in Mooresville, um, the S. Mitchell Mack Hospice House, and one here in Statesville, the Gordon Hospice House. Um, I have Nikayla with me today. Um, there, nobody really can share the impact of, of the hospice services that we provide and the really what's so special about these hospice houses than the families of the patients that we've cared for. Um, so we had the honor of taking care of Flora, who is Nikayla's grandmother. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on here. And, thank you. Um, sharing your story. Yes, thank you. Um, I always tell people it really truly is an honor to take care of, of people at the end of life. It is such an intimate mm -hmm. and personal um, and difficult time um, that people allow us to be there for them. So, um, and also to share your story is, is really special. So we're so grateful um, for you to, that you've come on today. Thank so, you. so tell us a little bit about Flora. Well, so Flora was such an amazing person um, that my grandmother, I tell people she was my road dog, <laughs> um, <laughs> but she was really my best friend. Uh, my grandmother uh, was diagnosed in 2017 with uterine cancer. Uh, she was healed from it um, in 2000 and probably 18, 19. And um, it came back in 2022, and it was really rapid. Um, she was uh, worked in daycare for 30, 40 plus years, so she, you know, knew a lot of people in states. Well, very well known lady, and you know, when this happened, it just put a shock on our family. I mean, you know, you expect somebody to be here forever. And um, when you get that devastating news that, you know, it may not be that much time left. Um, it's just difficult to kind of process. So we as a family, you know, did everything that we possibly could do. I mean, from doctor's appointments, we everybody was had a schedule of how we were going to make sure that she had a longer life. Um, but it just didn't happen like that. I mean, I, you know, we were very thankful for the time that we had with her. But um, it, you know, it, it, it was very difficult during the time of her in her last days because we were so heavy in everything. We were making sure that we made every appointment and she got placed into the hospital. 
and we put her in a different hospital that, you know, it was like, we're, we want all the answers. <laughs> you know, I, I, I um, we wanted our grandmother, our mother to our aunt, you know, every, to be here longer because she was kind of the matriarch of our family. You know, she held things together. She was the glue. We called her Elmer's glue um, <laughs> because she just held everything together. There was nothing. I mean, even if you had disagreements or anything, they knew that they could go to my grandmother, Flora, and she would make it okay. And she'd just always tell us, if God is in the plan, everything is going to be fine. <laughs> so we, you know, I'm like, to not have that anymore was very difficult because I'm like, okay, who's going to yeah. carry this on? But during our last days, um, hospice was very great to us. Um, our family was kind of iffy, well, a lot iffy about, you know, hospice mm -hmm. because of the things that you hear because you don't have the knowledge. Mm -hmm. You don't have the knowledge of, you know, how they can really help instead of just the surface knowledge or just thinking that they're just going to let someone go away pain-free. But it was more than that to us. Yes, she did go away pain-free, but it was more than that to us because we were able to spend those last moments that we probably wouldn't have gotten mm -hmm. if we would have taken her somewhere else. Um, we probably wouldn't have got those special moments that she was able to get with her great-grandchildren that, you know, she would that they wouldn't have been able to experience. And, you know, in our in my culture, in the African-American culture, Sometimes hospice is just not the best thing. We we, we kind of shy away from it simply because we just hear those surface stories. Mm -hmm. But instead of getting the knowledge and understanding that that this is a place that can help you, um, you know, have those last and final great moments that, that, that you can love on your loved ones a little bit longer and see them in a peaceful state instead of a suffering state. It's the best thing. And it was very important to me to be able to have those times with my grandmother. Me and my grandmother, my grandmother and I, we used to have sleepovers because we would sleep over on Friday possibly or, you know, and then we'll go to the yard sales on Saturday morning. I love it. We went to, oh, she was a yard sale queen. She could make something that was 50 cent look like it was a million bucks. Aww. But that was just who she was. But um, the I was able to sleep over with my grandmother for the last time and, you know, it sounds kind of like, dang, that's kind of, you know, but it made me feel good. I had peace. I, I was I, we were so busy making sure that she was comfortable or getting her to the hospital, getting her to right. appointments. And we I was able to rest <laughs> and I was able to rest with my grandmother while she was still here. And it made me feel good. I, I, I will never forget that time. I'll never forget the times that we enjoyed each other while she was living. But that last moment was so special to me. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't moan and groan that night. And I just know that she felt that I was going to that, that we had that special moment. And she wanted me to be at peace. You know, that was my peace. She didn't want me to be um be you know be afraid that she wasn't gonna be because I was I was like well what am I gonna do with my best friend in my mind without my best friend in my mind my grandmother was supposed to be here forever <laughs> and you know you have those people that you think like you weren't supposed to leave me but right. I know that she would be proud of of me now and proud of our family um you know it hasn't been easy for us to sustain because we think about her every day mm -hmm. there's not a day where in our family group chat she taught us to stay together she taught us to make sure that we love people and love one another and it's not a day that goes on in our group chat where we're like 
we miss mama. We mm-hmm. miss grandma. Yeah. So, um, but hospice was just so helpful. The staff was amazing. Um, my grandmother, like I said, she knew everybody in state. So, so the pages <laughs> where you sign in, the it was she- thick. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, they're going to kick us out. But they were so amazing and they made sure that everybody was comfortable. Um, it, it just it, it just brought peace to me to know that what I thought was something that was negative turned into something that blessed my life at the end of my grandmother's life. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate hospice. I appreciate what your mission is. I appreciate what you guys offer to the community. And I think that people need to be educated on what how it can help you in your last moments. Mm-hmm. Of course, we don't want those last moments to be, you know, hard and we we want to just kind of try to get through it but I thank God that hospice was able to step in um, because I think if we tried it if it would have been a different way I wouldn't want to go to a place where my grandmother passed away her home or to you know wherever we were going to try to place her but it blessed our lives so Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, So you mentioned that your grandmother was in the hospital before she Mm -hmm. um, was transferred to the Gordon Hospice House. Yes. Where we took care of her. Um, Can you just kind of explain a little bit about that process and how that was and um, just how it looked for your family? Well, in the hospital, of course, we were there day in and day out. We had uh, went we were here in Statesville and then we went back to where we found out she had cancer, so we took her to CMC. Um, that process was very difficult um, <laughs> during the time, but the hospital, they, they were great to us, but uh, getting to understand what we were going through because it happened so rapidly, you know, I think everybody was just kind of in an uproar trying mm-hmm. to make sure that we knew that this was going to be probably the end you know so but the the hospital was great the transition with the communication with hospice was perfect um and i know i'm 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 not trying to blow smoke but it was i mean because it was the steps that we took it was quick fast and it was very informative and we knew what to expect Mm -hmm. and we knew that we had the support so immediately the support was there well i think the the unknown is really what Mm -hmm. is so fearful for people yeah um so we we try really hard to make sure that everybody's aware of everything Mm -hmm. and and you understand every stage of what she's going through and that the transition is seamless and smooth because we know that it is so so difficult for people Mm -hmm. um another thing you mentioned was all your family Mm -hmm. and um I just wanted to note that, you know, a hospice house for especially somebody that has a large family is such a wonderful place. It is. Um, because there's no limit on how many visitors right. you can have or how long right. they can be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we encourage family members to stay yeah. and sleep and over. We, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like you said, you just get to be a caregiver. Mm -hmm. Um, So often our patients come to us who have been ill for many years and their families cared for them and they're just, they're tired. You know, they're they're, they're tired. They're emotionally and they're physically tired. Mm -hmm. And so we hear that a lot that when they finally end up at the hospice house, like I get to just be the granddaughter now. Yes, absolutely. And not the caregiver. Mm -hmm. Um, And just the, the peace of mind knowing that at Anything that you need, Mm -hmm. whether it be 
a JB's hot dog right. or <laughs> medication, right. you know, yeah, you absolutely. just call that nurse, that CNA, yeah. and, and they're going to be there to, to take care of you. Yeah, and they were absolutely amazing. I mean, the the training that you guys give, is I call it, it was like a Chick-fil-A experience. Oh. <laughs> you know how, like, it was my pleasure to do everything. And, and, you know, it's difficult to deal with people during those times. Mm -hmm. So just because we had the CNAs, the nurses, everybody was, they made sure that not only my grandmother was good that you know turning her doing what she needed but just to make sure are you guys okay like are you you know just asking those questions and I'm like right. let me talk to y'all no I'm not but and they were able to listen mm -hmm. and that that was just so important to me so that that's kind of that was my buy-in as well mm -hmm. because I was able to be a granddaughter but I also was able to talk um, and, and with Rainbow Kids, uh, Leanne did such a great job with making sure immediately that my daughter had everything that she needed because my grandmother was her caregiver. My grandmother cared for my daughter, my, grand, my, my daughter. And so um, she made sure that, you know, even she was so young, the coloring books. And not only did mm -hmm. Leanne start there, she's continued. So right. she it's, it's just been Great. Like, I, I look at you guys like my family. I know we're gone, but thank y'all. <laughs> like, it, it hasn't stopped. And I think that's a very important piece, too, because it doesn't stop. If right. you use those services and take um, get those resources, it doesn't stop. And grief takes a long time sometimes. Some people can get over it quickly. Mm -hmm. We haven't been able to. I mean, it's still fresh, but... Mm -hmm. We still need the support. And it's just been amazing that my daughter can say, hey, I did something for my grandmother today in Rainbow Kids. And I'm like, oh, wow, that helped me, too. <laughs> so it, it's it's I appreciate the whole house. <laughs> well, and you mentioned, too, that your daughter was able to be with your grandmother. Yes, she was. She was. Um, so, you know, and, and some places do have restrictions on age. That's true. You know, mm -hmm. the age of, of people and. I know that sometimes it, it can be a difficult decision. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Do we want our children to see this? Yes. yes. Um, but she was there, she and was. she had really what sounded like a beautiful experience. She did. She took. She she was able to see. I because I I was kind of that day. I was down, of course, but. Uh, my daughter, she was like, Mom, I want to go see Grandma. And I was like, oh, my God, this was at 9 o'clock, about 8, maybe 8.30 that night. And I was like, okay. So I had somebody to come and pick her up. And um, she went, and she was able to see my grandmother go on to glory. Um, and it was just a beautiful experience. She, you know, she seen her smile again for the last time. Mm -hmm. She seen her do all those things that, you know, I thought that would have been kind of traumatic, but I think that she needed it. I mm -hmm. think that she needed to see that because that's who she knew my grandmother to be. Right. So um, it was good for her to be able to to see that, you know, see that at the end. And I, I it's just it was just a blessing. Um, I can go on and on about how hospice has been great to my family, and you know, I advocate very hard for this pro this this agency simply because it's needed in every aspect if you're at this point right yeah so so with the hospice house um generally our patients are about three weeks or less to live mm -hmm. um it's, it's an inpatient unit mm -hmm. um but there's also some really great other features that mm -hmm. we have and the the ability of doing um the mo the majority of our patients are in their homes hospice is not a place some people think hospice is a place right um hospice is not a place um so what we do, we do wherever the patient calls mm -hmm. home. But when the case cases such as this, where either there's um, the 
the pain and symptoms are out of mm-hmm. control and they need 24-hour um, monitoring of that, or maybe there's not a caregiver in the home for some people, um, or they just don't want to pass away at home, right. or they don't want to pass away at a hospital. So it's a great alternative mm-hmm. to those. Um, and we also offer respite, which is mm-hmm. a wonderful um, benefit. It's a Medicare benefit that is offered where a patient under hospice care can be admitted into the hospice house for five days and it's, it's covered. Right. Um, so it's a wonderful um, opportunity for families who either just need a break because mm-hmm. it is exhausting um, or maybe they have a wedding planned mm-hmm. or a vacation planned. And so they can just know and be confident that their loved one's going to be taken care of for those five days. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another really great um, option that we have. And we use it for pain management um, from time to time as well, um, where a patient will come into the hospice house and just stay long enough to get their pain under control. Mm-hmm. And then they can go back, go back, go back home. So it's just whatever the wishes of that patient is what we are going to try our best um, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, tell me a little bit about um, your, you have a large family. Yes. <laughs> um, and did you feel like everybody was able to be supported and together? And do you feel the differences between what it might have looked like in another um another situation, another environment? Uh, Yeah, well, yes, everyone was very much supported. Um, Like I said, my family is really huge. And kind of getting everybody to understand where we were um, Mm -hmm. at first was not easy, uh, you know, because you don't want to accept that. And then, like I said, how I viewed um, hospice, I was like, I don't want my grandmother to Mm -hmm. go there. But... um, everybody was supportive when we understood where we were <laughs> and, right. and, and that, that was the most important thing. And it, I think it might've taken me a little longer than anybody else to, <laughs> to, to support it because like I said, I wanted her here mm-hmm. forever. So, right. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, it really, people like you sharing your story is, is the best possible, um, ad, outreach that we can we can do because people do not really understand it until they right. go through it so um you know that's why we're doing this we want to try our best to take the fear out of it yes. and and get people to pick up the phone when the time is right um we had your grandmother for one week yes um which is not terribly uncommon in a mm-hmm. hospice house yep. um but um if your grandmother had um, foregone treatment earlier on mm-hmm. and, and was at home. Um, in that situation, we, we could have cared for her at home as well. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that service is available. And then when the time was needed, transfer her into the hospice yeah. house. Um, so we just want people to know we're here for, for longer than, yes. than just that week. But um, the last weeks of, of life is, is a common myth. Mm-hmm. Um, technically speaking, um, a patient would have six months or less to live mm-hmm. um, is generally um, what the, the time frame that we're looking for um, to be admitted for, for hospice services. We do have patients that stay on much longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and we just will, we are constantly reevaluating mm-hmm. um, that. Um, but we are just so grateful to have not just one, but two hospice houses. Yes. Um, a lot of communities don't have hospice houses. They're very expensive to keep open. Yes. Um, but we know that it was what this community needed. Mm-hmm. 
we're so grateful two years ago to open another one in Mooresville, um, the S. Mitchell Mac Hospice House. So now we've we kind of got both ends right. of the of the county yeah, anchored, so, yeah, yeah, and um, so nobody has to leave their their own backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, so well. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Again, you. an honor to take care of your grandmother. Thank you so much. I um, and I feel like you've really, your family's really taken advantage of, of so many of the services from, um, obviously, we took care of your grandmother, mm-hmm. grief and bereavement services for yep. yourself, for your family, and then bringing in Rainbow Kids yep. for, for your daughter was is amazing. Thank so, you. Um, and we'll be having some um, things coming up with the Rainbow Kids too as yes. we get close to the holidays. So, I know. I know. Um, hopefully, we'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll see her there. So, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, well, as I mentioned, we hear many, many hospice myths all the time. Um, and one is around the last weeks of life. And we're going to take it over to Dr. Carnes for our Hospice Myth Minute. I'm Dr. Erin Carnes. I'm the Chief Medical Officer with Hospice and Palliative Care of Iredell County. And I'm here today to debunk some hospice myths. Our myth today is that hospice is only for the last days or short weeks of a patient's life. And really to maximize the value of of hospice care, I think it's so important to enroll in hospice as soon as possible. We have many patients for weeks or months and some for even a year or more. And those patients are able to establish relationships with their caregivers. They get to maximize the benefits of having comfort and dignity and focusing on their goals. And it's uh, a shame when I feel like we have patients for only a very brief period of time because they aren't able to get all of those benefits. And so it would be our goal to have the patients on for as long as possible if they qualify. All right, thank you, Dr. Carnes. Thank you again, Akela. It's been a pleasure. Um, thank all of you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on Life. Hospice and Palliative Care of Iredell County serves Iredell and surrounding communities. We provide care wherever a patient calls home and in our two hospice houses, the S. Mitchell Mack Hospice House in Mooresville and Gordon Hospice House in Statesville. We encourage you to reach out if you have any questions or need guidance regarding care for you or a loved one who is facing serious illness. Call our office at 704-873-4719 or visit our website at hoic.org.